Hello, and my name is Chris Salem, and welcome to Business Influencers. Everyone's having a great week. We are so excited that Business Influencers is continuing to grow here at the TowerRadio.org website. And we are so excited to share that it's because of you. We are committed each and every week in bringing in guest experts, sharing from the heart, sharing from their experience, helping you to move your business and personal success to the next level. We strongly encourage you to reach out to us at TellRadio.org. Share with us your feedback about the show, things that are going to be important to you. We read everything that our listeners send in to make sure that we are delivering content that makes a difference and helps you to move your success forward. Our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. They're a new social media community platform dedicated to bringing together alumni from all different generational types. This is a great opportunity to rekindle old relationships that you've had in the past, perhaps meet new people. It takes all the noise out of social media. There is no notifications and allows you to come in and interact with people on your time with the types of content and information that are best support you and what you're trying to accomplish. This is also a membership program where it allows you to partake in many of the different affinity services and programs that otherwise you would not be able to receive on your own. Check them out at alumnidirect.com. That's alumnidirect.com. Well, we're going to have a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about the power of goal setting. And as many of you have seen here, we love to talk about goal setting. We And not just particularly just goal setting in itself, but how specific it is and how it, we can value our time to really focus on the priorities that matter. And we're going to be talking with Eric Kapinas. And Eric is uh, during the day is the co-founder of Evergreener, a personal growth and wellness company, helping individuals and businesses strategize the breakdown of large goals into bite-sized actionable tasks and monitoring the progress along the way. When not helping others achieve their goals, he's the managing partner of Zappinus uh, Investments, a micro family office that invests in everything from pre-seed and seed stage companies to commodities, futures, and other derivatives. Before that, Eric was the Chief Operating Officer of International Accelerator, an Austin, Texas-based accelerator, helping foreign-born entrepreneurs grow and scale their businesses in the U.S. He was responsible for operations, deal sourcing, company evaluation, GTM strategy mentoring, and business development. He holds an engineering degree from the University of Illinois and is a project manager by trade. He's also a licensed professional engineer in the state of Texas. And without further ado, we welcome Eric to the show. Eric, how are you doing? Hey, Chris. Good to see you, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We are so excited to have you here. And we love to talk about goal setting. So talk about from your perspective, whether if we're talking to a company or we're talking to an individual or anywhere in between, because companies come in all different sizes and it always starts with people. Why is goal setting so important in that process? Well, it's it's an interesting topic, right? And what we and and the data backs this up. I mean, every kind of study out there on goal setting talks about and, and not just goal setting, but also like on, on personal development and, and achievement. You know, if you if you don't have something to aim for, right? Like imagine a, a ship without a captain, right? It and it, it's just gonna float around. And so you really have to kind of have at least somewhere to start to start making progress toward. I mean, and it's, it goes for everything. It goes for business. It goes for fitness. It goes for your own prosperity. It goes for, you know, 
almost every topic you can imagine, yeah. right? I mean, how are you going to get there if you don't have a roadmap, if you don't have something you're aspiring to? Um, and that's, you know, that that's kind of obvious, right? But what's not all that obvious is really like, okay, yeah, I have a plan. I, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to meditate more or my business, you know, we have sales goals or we have operations goals. I think that's, that's the easy part, right? That's the ideation part, right? Like we, we love to say that ideas are worthless, right? It's the execution that matters. And so that's where the tricky part is. And that's where we like to come in. Um, we like to keep it simple. That's one of the big reasons behind Evergreener was we wanted to make things simple. I mean, all the kind of methods and plans and products we saw out there, it was daunting. I mean, it was like a, it was a, it was, it was a, it was a overwhelming task to kind of, kind of start formulating. This yeah. stuff. And that's where, you know, we were like, there, there has to be a better way. And so that's kind of what led to the birth of Evergreener. Well, I love that. And when, when you, and you think about goal setting, I mean, companies may have certain goals, whether again, if it's a small mom and pop to a, to a small corporation, to a fortune 500 company, you know, and there's so many different layers of people, obviously at that level, but I, do you feel like, you know, companies can do a better job regardless of size of not only setting objectives for the company, but breaking them down by business unit or process or right down to the individual level? I know when you look at KPIs, you know, they might have KPIs for the, as a whole, but they're not breaking them down to the individual level. I mean, what yeah. would you say, like, you know, what companies can do better in that area? Well, it's that's a it's an interesting question you ask because we're actually asking the same question. Some of our um, some of our people we're talking to in like the real estate agency and the insurance agencies, and we're trying to drill down on that same thing. I mean, everybody has a CRM, right? And everybody's saying, "Oh, put your put your stats in the CRM." Um, but what we're asking questions more, and, and we're getting some great feedback and great terms of like okay, what are like those daily drivers? What are those? That's, that's one kind of term we've heard and that I guess is more in the real estate agency. Um, in the insurance, they have like, what are these critical success factors? And if you're like an enterprise sales team, I mean, your, your VP of sales, your sales organizations, they know like how many in-person demos you have to give per week or per month to hit your sales goal. You know, they know how many, if you're a real estate agent, they know how many showings you have to do. And these are like stats. I mean, this is like on average, I mean, it follows kind of a normal distribution. You have your, your, your high end, like really, really talented people that are a little, you know, they're in maybe one standard deviation higher. And then you've got, you know, your, your laggers that are kind of maybe a standard deviation or two low, but they all kind of follow in this distribution curve of, okay, if you do these daily drivers, you know, daily, weekly, monthly, if you do these critical success factors, like having demos or being on phone calls or having client meetings, like it's just the law of large numbers that at, a, at, at, at some point, you know, then you will start getting these sales, you'll start hitting these numbers, right? And so that's what we're trying to really hone in on is, is working with, I mean, we started actually almost as just a consumer brand and now it's kind of pivoted more to working with businesses, not just for, to help them developing out some yeah. of these critical success factors, but also doing some promotional marketing stuff. Um, but trying to nail down like, okay, set yourself up for a goal. It doesn't matter what industry and set yourself up to have 10 client meetings a week, 
right? Like if you know that's what's going to lead to the success of your business and, and the law of large numbers works out, like that should be your goal. It should not be, oh, I need to hit whatever, $100,000 of sales this week. That's a that's an outcome-driven goal. And those actually we found are not as effective as a behavior-based goal. Wow. Yeah. There's so many different goals, like you said. I mean, so many moving variables and how they play into each other. And it's so important that, you know, it, it, can you talk about a little bit about the importance, like, you know, their goals and then their goals, right? You know, whether if there's, you know, the, the, the overall organization goals, they've got the by business unit, how they feed into each other and at the individual level and how they interact. And there's so, like you said, there's different goals for people, both on the behavioral side and on the task side and so on. Talk, if you could talk about like, why is it so important to be, you know, specific with those goals? Like the more specific we can be, the obviously the more focused, is it logical that we'll be more focused on accomplishing them, anything within our control? Right. So I, I think on the, the specificity, I think that actually plays into the simplicity aspect, right? So if you said, let's just take an example of, you know, I'm trying to lose 10 pounds. This is a very, very common goal we see. That's not very specific, yeah. right? Like you have, to, you have to think about all the things that you can do to try to get there. Yes. Right. So it's actually not simple. But if you if you say, OK, you have this larger goal of and this is why we talk about going down to bite sized chunks. If you have the larger goal of I want to lose 10 pounds. Right. And then you say, OK, to get there, I'm going to do uh, three days of week, uh, a weight training exercise that's 30 minutes long and then maybe walking 30 minutes every day. Like you take the thinking aspect out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's funny because we're actually in the process of, of launching um, an accountability club. We've kind of tooled around with this idea in the past. And we had great results. It's just the timing wasn't that great for us. And, and now it is. Um, and it's interesting because what we found is essentially what the accountability club is, is we would meet you know, once a week and we would talk about be a small group, five, six, seven, eight people. And we would talk about goals we had for the upcoming week like an, an, an actionable task. And then we talk about how we progressed in terms of what we set ourselves up for last week. And the interesting part about it was, you know, after the first couple of weeks, what we saw was, you know, people would set these really high goals. Like I want to work out, you know, seven days a week and I'm going to read an hour every day. And they'd come to the next meeting. And it's like, oh, I only got, you know, I only read once that week or I only got to the gym twice that week. Right. And so there was this, there was this disconnect. I was like, okay, let's do something a little bit more realistic. But what we were finding out, and this is kind of goes back to the simplicity and not having to think about it, is when you when you just turned your brain off, right? Like if you get up and you're getting ready to go to the gym, if you start thinking about your day, if you start thinking about your to-do list or that person that you got to hop on the phone with or that meeting, like once you start thinking, you actually start to make up reasons why you're not going to do that thing you set out to do. And that's where I think the specificity that you mentioned comes in, right? Like when you take the thinking yeah. aspect out of it, when you take, when you take that voice in your head that says, okay, I got to do all these things, or I can figure out other ways to do this. It's like, it, it starts to go downhill from there. Yeah. And so we would start to say in our meetings, like, okay, turn your brain off, 
just go do this one thing. And it was like, that was resonating with people. Yeah. So it's interesting, you know, it's that it's, I love what you just said there. Science that goes into it, but ultimately it's really just about like, you know, like the Nike commercial says, just do it. Just do it. I love what you just did there. It's like, you know, it's okay to visualize the, Hey, the vision is to release 10 pounds. But if you attach yourself, like you, what you just said, the way I interpret it, if you attach yourself that I'm going to release 10 pounds, now you've projected yourself into the future and now you're not in the moment. So like, and, and now, oh my God, to release 10 pounds, I'm going to, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do it. And it becomes overwhelming. Now you, like you said, you get in your head and you're like, and then you, you, when you get in your head, you know, that stinking thinking comes in and then you get caught up in all the excuses and the distractions that it don't allow you to do it. But like you said, if you br- break it down into bite-sized chunks that, hey, all, today, all I have to do is this. I just yeah. have to do this. And then when it's done, then tomorrow I got to just do this. And then, this, and then it, all, that, all these things that you do lead to the, that result at whatever period of time that you've aimed for. I love what you just said there because it's so true. Yeah. And it's one of my, one of my favorite quotes, actually. Uh, I, I first heard it from, from Tony Robbins. I'm not sure if that he came up with it, but uh, it goes along the lines of people underestimate what they can do, or they, they overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And that's just because, man, those small changes over time, it's, it's like compounding interest, right? I mean, it's, you, you really can't comprehend of how powerful that is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. No, I love what you did there. And it just, again, it, 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 and, it, and you make it simple that way. It's a little bit more this way. They don't feel they have to do all these things. It's all right now. You're just here right, right now. What are some other things that you can share, you know, about the power of goal setting? Like just for people, like you said about just doing it. And I'm a firm believer, you know, just do it. When I hear just do it, it's about discipline. Discipline means that you know it's good for you. It's the last thing in the world you desire to do, but you do it anyway. Because yeah. knowing that discipline and consistency is going to then move you forward. If you could maybe elaborate a little bit, maybe on that or anything else you'd like to add to the goal setting uh, power of goal setting. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the questions that we kind of get asked all the time is, well, when are you going to come out with an app, right? Or when are you going to come out with your your platform? Um and, you know, we've, we've toyed around this a little bit, and we've kind of looked at what the research says behind this. Because we say, you know, we get people that say, oh, well, well, calendars or journals, like that's a, you know, that's a dying industry while you're going into that. And so it's like when you actually start to look at some of the science behind it and what actually happens when you physically write something down, there's kind of all these mechanisms that happen behind the brain, uh, behind the scenes in your brain that you actually don't realize that they have this effect. Um, and what, you know, like w- if we have it on, on a calendar, especially, um, is one of the most powerful because people tend to put calendars where they're seen every day. Right. Uh, we actually just did a blog not too long ago, uh, talking about the mere exposure effect and, you guys, I don't know if you're, do you remember like the, the, uh, and advertisers use this all the marketing, marketing folks know this inside and out. Um, one of the best examples of it is, I don't know if you remember, I think it was a, a Super Bowl commercial where the frogs were just saying, you know, Budweiser, Budweiser had nothing to do with beer. Yeah. Yeah. There's, but what they're tapping into, right, is the mere exposure effect. So in your brain, you're just, 
you have this stuck, right? And you're top of mind. And so that's what advertisers are trying to do. They're not actually trying, I mean, they do try to sell you product, right? I mean, there's, there's, ad- there's a whole thing in advertising on that. Marketers know about that too. But, but this is like a well-studied known effect of just being able to stay top of mind is huge, right? Which is, uh, you know, real estate agents like to use and, and customize our fridge magnet, right? Because they, they love to be seen every day and like, you know, want to be the first thing somebody thinks about when they think about real estate. So we've kind of stayed in our lane in terms of we're focused on people, right? And there's a whole nother list of things. I mean, the generation effect and the reticular activation system on, on all these kind of contribute to why writing stuff down and keeping it visible is so important. And, and we are trying to kind of stay on our lane and say, hey, we're not focused on an app. We're saying that there's, it's too easy to close an app. It's too easy to turn off the phone. It's too easy to, to minimize the software. Um, we're saying that, you know, there's, there's stuff that happens that you, can't, that you don't really think about when you write something down or you, or you post it somewhere, you can see it every day, or you're checking off your progress every day. In fact, earlier today, I was scrolling through LinkedIn and there was um, kind of this, this fitness coach that I follow. He had this awesome graphic about um, consistency within terms of tracking calories, right? And so I know there's a whole lot of debate on calories in, calories out and stuff like that. I'm, I'm a huge believer in that it's, you know, calories in, calories out is the main thing. I mean, yeah. science supports that. And what he was basically showing in this graphic was the data behind not so much, not so much like loss, you know, the deficit versus a surplus in terms of calories, but just the, the consistency aspect of it. So if you're tracking it every day, right, the people that have the most success are not the ones that have the most surplus or loss every day. It's the ones that track it the most, right? So it's, if, you can't, if you're not tracking it, you can't manage it. And so that's, I think, one of the, the big aspects of, of the power of goal setting. And, and actually we really should rephrase it and say, it's, it's the power of consistency. It's the power of discipline. It's the power of tracking things. It's the power of managing things. Yeah. You know, it's so true. Cause like discipline, I know discipline and consistency were the two things that got me, that changed my whole way of thinking from, you know, being in my head and, and, you know, listening to that inner critic and then doing things that you know were foreign to me at the time, and I didn't really like it too much. But then eventually, because of discipline and consistency, got me into a rhythm to develop the success foundation, and that changed everything in terms of how I did business. I mean, I'm doing that for years now, but it was just a huge, huge paradigm shift of yeah. what discipline and consistency can do with you know to focusing on your goals. But like you said, one chunk at a time. I didn't have to do everything to reach the goal that day. All I had to do was just do these things. And then once that was done, go focus on whatever I had to do the next day and so on and so on. And yes. then the, the results were just a byproduct of everything you did in that moment. Yes. And there's a huge difference between discipline and motivation. Oh, yeah. Motivation is flaky, right? It comes yeah. and goes with the wind, but, but discipline you know, that's, that's, that's a tough one right there. Right. I mean, that's, that's the one that shows up every day. That's the one that, you know, it doesn't feel good. You still go out and do it. I mean, that's the, that's the key because it's, it's not about motivation. Yes, that's true. Motivation to me, 
is fleeting. I mean, you know, intrinsically to motivate yourself, it, it's got to be something that that you you know is embedded at the subconscious or unconscious level. And, or, and the only way that's going to happen is over a period of time of doing things every day that are moving you forward. And that's where discipline do, does. I agree 100%. Right. And that's where also to the realistic aspect of it comes in, right? If, you know, if you, if you haven't read a book in a year, and now you're going to say that I'm going to try to read a book a week, can you do it? Yeah. Is it likely? Probably not. Let's start with read a book a quarter, right? And, and because there's, there's just days where you're not going to prioritize it. Because you, you just have not trained yourself, right? It's like, you can't just go from sitting on the couch after, you know, every day to trying to run a marathon, right? You got to train for it. It's, and that's no different any other task. I mean, whether it's trying to meditate more, that's one of my personal ones. Like, I'm terrible at it. And I, at first, I set goals of like, okay, I'm going to do it every day, right? And then you have to like, you have to realize like, okay, that's not realistic. Let's come down to something that is more realistic and get that consistency up. The consistency yeah. is key, right? We want like, that's why when you train, I mean, I, when I, in high school and even in college as an athlete, right? And it was when you were trying to move your body in a new way or trying to learn kind of a new trick or tip, same thing in golf, right? As you slow things down, right? You get the form right. Oh, you yeah. do it over and over and over. And then you speed things up. It's, it's, it's just, it's like that in so many other aspects. It's like that in personal yeah. finance. It's like that in, in mindfulness and reading and fitness. Yeah. I mean, it just shows up over and over. I love what you just shared, uh, Eric. It's so, so true. And I mean, there's so many things that I can, God, I could keep talking with you because you're sharing <laughs> so many golden nuggets. We're getting towards the, the end of the show. I wanted to let people know that you're doing, you're doing so much stuff in this area of goal setting with companies and individuals You've dedicated, you know, your business to this particular area. I would just love if you could share with the audience just again, how can they get in hold of you? And what are some of the things briefly, like in, a, you know, next 40 seconds, you can share of what, you know, things you can help provide them uh, and the best way to contact you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my big platform is LinkedIn. I'm on that the most. Um, I read every message that comes across. Uh, I respond to all of them, even though a lot of them uh, are junk. I respond and just say, hey, you know, they're people too, you know, so I, I respond and say, hey, you know, I'm not interested or hey, let's have a conversation. Um, you can go to our website. There's contact forms on the website. We, we read all of those too. We get back usually within a day. Um, yeah, we are, uh, you know, we're always, we're always available to hop on a video call. Um, and, and we love to kind of also hear about new ideas or new partnerships. Um, like I said, it's, it's interesting because we've, we've, we still have a, a large consumer aspect, but now we've, we've realized that, you know, companies and enterprises are interested in, in not only things for like their sales team and these daily drivers and these critical success factors, but also in terms of, yeah. Um, marketing, we're seeing this shift now of yeah. companies, you know, they give out swag and, you know, Every year, it's like, okay, I got a new mug, I got a new hat. It's like, well, why don't we do something a little more thoughtful, a little more wellness oriented, right? So there's whole, there's yeah. that whole aspect that we're doing as well. So it's, it's kind of interesting how it evolves and tackling, you know, a two sided market at once. So yeah, get a hold of us on LinkedIn on our website. We we seriously do read every single one and and get back within a day or two. That's wonderful. Well, again, we 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 highly encourage everyone to check out. 
and meet, reach out to Eric on LinkedIn. You could also go to myevergreener.com, where is, is the website. Reach out, get to know them. So Eric, thank you so much for being here. I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here and share your insights and experience enlightening us in the area of goal setting. Thank you so much. And listeners, we want to thank you each and every week joining us here uh, with Business Influencers. This show is dedicated to bringing in guests like Eric to share their words of wisdom, things that are going to help you get to decide what it means to you to move your business and personal success to the next level. Till then, we'll see you next week and have a great day, everyone.